This is the Cardboard Cave Podcast. Good night, good morning, and good afternoon to all our listeners. This is the Cardboard Cave Podcast. I will be your host, JP. Uh, I am joined by my co-host, Chris. What's up, my dude? How's it going, JP? Everything's going well. You you sound a bit low, but uh, other than that, uh, I just gotta play with my microphone a little bit. There, there you go. There you go. So, I have a few topics today. Uh, it's mostly like one big topic that divides itself in two, and then spoilers. Because if I'm not mistaken, we haven't covered these spoilers. Uh, they came out last week or so, uh, or a week and a half ago, and we, we had our commander night, so we didn't really cover anything. So we have Phyrexia, all will be one uh, additional little tidbits. They moved the pre-release and thus the actual release on February to, to the February 3rd because they've been here they actually decided to hear feedback and they're like maybe we should slow things down and decided to move everything a week it's not much but it's something what kind of improvements do you think that are gonna like come with that I guess because I, I can't really think of much there's there's not many improvements that will be coming uh, like as we've said uh, previously these things are already kind of set in stone for the next year or so. Uh, this feedback, we'll see what happens in like a, a year. So 2024, we're almost in 2023 already. There's this, we've got this show and one more show before we end the year. So, uh, let's see. Let's start with uh, our, this little tidbit with uh, NFTs, trading cards, $99, very similar to the $1,000. So Donald Trump came, with, came up with these, like he released these NFT trading cards that are like his cards. And they were worth around ninety nine dollars per pack or right. per card. No, it was it was it's just like the one like digital image. It's essentially like it's for all intents and purposes an NFT, but they're calling it like a trading card. I don't know how how like that works like in in their mind, right? Um, but yeah, it's like a little picture of Trump, like that definitely was like put on there with some AI and well, uh, the artist some, like, whole is horrendous. Art. The art, I haven't the art, seen a lot of it, to be honest. Uh, don't you have the link uh, to pop up? I, 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 I've I seen, did, but it did a thing. I see, I've seen I, the art is horrendous. Like uh, it's Photoshop. So he, he contracted someone for sixty dollars make Photoshop, and it's it's hilarious. There's, I, if I'm not mistaken, there's one him riding a a bear or as an eagle. There's one like he, as if he were Superman. Yeah, I'm actually looking for. I'm looking for the pictures, and now I just don't, don't have them. 
Well, second. Well, well, he looks for that. Uh, this whole thing is very uh, like reminiscent of the Magic: The Gathering 30th anniversary little fiasco. Uh, selling a thousand dollar packs, like sets, four four cards, like four packs for a thousand dollars, with the possibility of getting cards that are actually some worth something which is again mind-boggling that they are worth they're still worth something even though uh, they're basically glorified proxies they are proxies that's what they are uh, this is very similar to that you are getting like the possibility of money but uh, just going through the through, through all the articles this is already set like 70 70 60 percent down in terms of, of, of like the revenue you, you pay 99 dollars and then you lose 70 percent of that anyway you 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 lose 30 percent of that or or was it 70 percent of that it, it's already going uh, going down the triple i actually haven't looked at that recently yes uh hmm. I do find it kind of funny. Um, I guess I guess funny is like like a word to use um, uh, of how like the initial the, like the initially with the with the thirtieth anniversary product they just try to be like oh yeah like it's sold out or whatever and then um, I just kind of find it funny how in comparison like like Trump's NFT just like sold out and it's basically the same concept it's just like a, a, another thing you can't use that you're that is really worth. Like, is it really worth money? You know what I mean? Yeah. Same deal. And it's like, it's something you can't really like use for anything. So like, it's, it's just as egregious as the, as, as the, as the magic 30th anniversary. And I'm somehow I think it's... not surprised that it sold the way it did. Exactly. I think it's smart. Yeah. You, you gotta abuse your, the cattle. Yeah, no, straight up. You see, you understand some people just buy buy into anything if, if your fan base is loyal enough uh, which also applies to magic the gathering it's not it's it's not like we're we're mm -hmm. exempt from that people have been you know recently uh you know they've been pro protesting with their wallet a bit more but for the most part if you don't protest with your wallet is not gonna be uh, uh, an actual change. Yep. I found an article over here that has some of the uh, some of the beautiful showcase. That looks so photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It's like he has like three poses, and then you just put photo put <laughs> put art on top of it. And it looks like it was done with iPhone art, and then just kind of like with some kind of iPhone app, and then he just like that's that's he's what like, he sold that there's ninety-nine dollars. There's a background, and then he's just stapled on top. Yep, straight up. And not even Photoshop the job I've ever seen. Hey, see that that that, <laughs> that golf one actually seems decent. That's probably gonna. That's probably. The art's uh, probably uh, stolen anyway. Yes, yeah, so it's probably stolen anyways. <laughs> Which uh, another thing. 
the art. There's a lot of plagiarism uh, uh, with, with these things. Uh, with like AI art in general, you mean, or with these, no or the art, the art, the 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 AI the AI art has a lot of plagiarism because it uses references from actual artists, and currently there have been a lot of uh, artists that have claimed, "Hey, this is my art. It's just one to one my art," and the AI is using it. Yeah. Uh, but like these AI generated arts for Trump. Some of them are actually just plagiarized from other direct things. Wow. <laughs> oh. So, this is just kind of funny, honestly, uh, that this came out a few weeks after the Magic 30th anniversary. Yeah. But if you really want to see Magic 30th anniversary or so, the equi equivalent of done right, you gotta see the Yu-Gi-Oh one. Yep. So Yu-Gi-Oh so, just uh, came out with their 25th anniversary, and they have the legendary collection, 20 25th anniversary collection. It's a collector set. Mm -hmm. It is tournament legal because all the cards are already legal, and it's 31.99 per set. Yep. You know, 30th anniversary, thirty dollars. I per don't know, pack. man. That sounds per pack. If I'm not mistaken, it's four forty nine or something like that. It's uh, it's supposed to be like six booster packs, right? Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. But uh, the legendary collection, twenty fifth anniversary edition, contains one pack of Legend of Blue Eyes White Dragon, one pack of Metal Raiders, one pack of Spell Ruler. One pack of Pharaoh's Servant, one pack of Dark Crisis, one pack of Invasion of Chaos, one ultra rare Obelisk the Tormentor card, one ultra rare Slifer the Sky Dragon card, one ultra rare the Winged Dragon of Rock card, one ultra rare Blue Eyes White Dragon, one ultra rare Dark Magician card, and one ultra rare Red Eyes Black Dragon card with one quarter cent secret rare version of one of the six aforementioned cards one thing they, that, that would have been cool and uh, I play Yu-Gi-Oh uh, very 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 casually which is very odd to say uh, bringing back ghost rares ghost rares would have been nice because uh, even though ghost rares were barely legible they were very they're like they're, they're just they don't, they don't do them anymore so bringing back an old foiling system that you just don't do at all anymore would have been cool. Mm. Would have added. Would, it would have added to the collectability of this set without changing the contents or changing uh, the quality of what you get. Uh, it's just an addition. Instead of it was like one cent a quarter century secret rare, you could have gotten. Uh, an additional one ghost rare. Yo, imagine imagine, imagine the torment for ghost rare. Oof. Oh no, man! I'm thinking pot of greed ghost rare, bro. Like, let's the, go. The wing dragon of rock or the blue eyes. The blue eyes ghost rare. Uh, oh, that, that sounds that sounds amazing. Uh, if you do not know what ghost rare cards look like, uh, I just looked for ghost rares. And they they look like faded. 
it's like it's like if the art were black and white, but it's more faded than than black and white. Yes. Trying to get bigger images. Oh yeah. Oh look at that. It's two hundred dollars. That would have been cool. That would've been great. Mm -hmm. But I still think like like at least this is like a you know a viable product. You know what I mean? Again, let's compare the thirty-two dollars tournament legal because these cards are already legal none of them are are banned but probably banned uh pot of greed if 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 if, 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 if it does appear through there the cards that are already banned are gonna stay banned but other than that every i i'm pretty sure all the cards are are legal yeah uh i haven't checked because these are old school, like old school Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So I haven't really checked what each set contains because uh, I really didn't start playing back then. So I don't know what Legend of the Blue Eyes, White Dragon, Metal Raider, Spell Ruler, Pharaoh Servant, and Invasion of Chaos with the, and Dark Crisis, what what do they contain uh, within the, uh, the cards? But it's mostly probably just uh, old, uh, old nostalgic cards, and mm -hmm. uh, nothing that's actually like broken. I guess in a way you could, you could see how Yu-Gi-Oh's power creep has been different from Magic's power creep. And at the beginning of Magic, spells were broken, non-creature spells. So you got the Moxin, you got your Black Lotus, Ancestral Recalls, Time Walks, your Time Twisters, you know, Lightning Bolt is always going to be a strong card with Dark Ritual. There's going to be a lot of, uh, like, uh, cheap, very strong cards. And now you see, like, very cheap, strong creatures. The difference being that you can interact with creatures a lot easier than you can interact with the non-creature stuff. That's why th this change across the Magic's history has been, for the most part, for the better. Even though, like, cards like Ragavan kind of slip through, and you're like, yeah. "Oh shit, that's that's too strong." Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean you want to talk about Oko? Like, we'll go all the way back. We yeah, the Eldraine set that's been spoiled. So not spoiled, but like, yeah, that we know we're getting. Yeah. And then you look at Yu-Gi-Oh! and their power creep. How some old cards are kind of relevant, but not really, but like Blue Eyes, there's Blue Eyes was always is always gonna be an archetype because they keep printing more support, support for it. For it. Uh, it's not the best archetype, but it still exists. It's it's there. Uh, pretty sure there's a Dark Magician archetype, but again, uh, it's not that good. I mean, it's 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 decent uh, for like casual like tier two play, uh, maybe tier three. <laughs> I don't I don't know if even tier three even exists, but uh, slowly the power creep has uh, be uh, gone to such a point where these old cards aren't really that relevant uh, for the metagame. And because Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't really have a particular uh, like standard, uh, they don't have a rotation list, uh, they don't have a rotating format. Uh, that means... They have a fan list, which almost makes it that way, but yeah. 
it's a, it's a pretty decent decently big ban list but uh, when you look at it it makes sense yeah uh, but their power creep is just keep on going up they haven't been like magic that started broken slowed down bro- got broken again slowed down and now we're going again to the it's already it's pretty broken already again yeah. With that trend, interestingly enough, you think magic is gonna slow down? They have to. They, people, they people, have people to, have to, and I think it's gonna people be, have to be clamoring difficult. for it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a little difficult. Not, not necessarily, but I think it might be a bit difficult to like slow down uh, in terms of like now you could just kind of stick like every every concept you ever came up with into all the different like sets because you have to pump out like stuff really quickly but if they if they slow down a bit it also depends on how how like like the product slows down i think it's going to affect how the game is gonna is gonna slow down i guess well um, hmm? uh the way i'm speaking of uh, on slowing down is not just uh, the amount of product i'm speaking mm. about a uh, power and power just because everything just keeps on going up in power, up in power, up in power. And you can have powerful cards without having them be power crept. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the examples I can give is unfortunately non-existent cards. Uh, a bunch of my friends, a bunch of our friends, uh, at one point started like messing around with making custom cards. Yeah. And you can make interesting mechanics without making them broken. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I remember I made a blue-white sacrifice commander because at the moment there uh, there didn't exist one, and I, and I love that concept. And for the most part, it's pretty balanced. It was pretty balanced, and you get new cards, new concepts, without really power creeping. Or going yep. like over the edge, uh, but yeah, uh, I it's very interesting to see how these twenty-five years of Yu-Gi-Oh and thirty years of Magic all culminate, culminate together and form up the Trump NFT card trading cards. <laughs> yep, that's that's this is this, this is this is peak peak Magic peak Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, it's it's Trump, Trump NFT trading cards. Yeah, All we need to do is add some cool. power and toughness, uh, some ETB abilities, and you and I, uh, soon enough I'll be swinging at you with my own Donald Trump. <laughs> That's a uh, he makes walls, wall, wall tokens. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, next up we have. The Phyrexia all will be one. Spoilers. Just a second. I got over here actually the art for the set. So, um, this is going to be all the product that we're getting. So, Including uh, the box topper over here, which is going to be the rat thing. I, I, we get, we're getting That's another the, rat commander. Is that a box topper or, or, I, or if a, I'm not mistaken, yeah, it's a box a, topper. No, no, I'm pretty sure that's the card that goes in the bundle. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was a box topper this entire time. Okay, well, that's really cool, though. Okay. Huh. I'm pretty sure that's the card that goes in the bundle. But a funny thing about that card, as soon as it got uh, revealed, a rat got bought out. Uh, like an old old rat that doesn't have that many printings got bought out. Yeah. And it doesn't even work with the commander. It's hilarious how people just, huh. oh, rat, oh, damage, oh, go, go, and just bought it. So uh, I forgot the name of the, of the rat. I could probably look it up right now. Uh, it You pay mana to deal one damage, and if you have threshold, you can pay mana to deal three damage. And people probably read toxic as damage instead of, like, uh, as if it were infect. But, but it, toxic is combat damage. Yeah. So, they, so it, it, it's hilarious how something got uh, bought out by mistake. Is that bought out by basically yeah by mistake. People just panicking without reading. In infected vermin. Okay, it, it, it already it already crept down because the foils the yeah. foils are, are were at twenty dollars. So infected vermin is a two hundred black for a one one rat. You can pay uh, two and a block for uh, an infected vermin deals one damage to each creature and each player. And threshold, you pay three and a block and it deals three damage to each creature and each player. That was not what I was looking for, but. That got bought out for some apparent reason and it spiked up. It already, it already spiked down, but the foils, foils were like $20. A twenty dollar infected ribbon. Yes. Sounds beautiful though. My <laughs> Yeah. So, so as as usual, hey. we're getting like you know draft boosters, set boosters. We're getting uh, the collective boosters. Ooh, a gift bundle great. and uh. Wait, wait, wait. What's that? And we got a bundle and then the bundle exactly. complete edition. Exactly. I don't know the details on the bundle, bundle complete edition actually, but. Um, I'm assuming that the whole deal is that we're just getting like different art on all, like get, getting guaranteed art cards being essentially like collector's version of, or or uh, the lands, the lands that we'll cover right now. Right. I don't have my lands. Up. We don't have my lands on here. Hold on. You know what? Let's just do this. Now, while I look for that, though, um, I'm complete edition over here. And now, while I while I look for the uh, for the rest of the spoilers and like the stuff from the uh, from the complete bundle, I do want to take a look at uh, the Junji the art style showing up in the uh, in the critters that we were that, that was, was wild. I don't know if you already got a chance to look at this one. Uh, it's in the link. Hmm? I sent the link. Oh. So I was trying to... So where's the other format of this? We're using the Magic Spoiler? 
There we go. Uh, from 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 bottom to top, actually. Bottom to top. Bottom to top. So the the the, the first thing is uh, the set booster cards. Uh, these these were the the Street Fighter when Street, Street Fighter, Fighter got its secret lair. Uh, these are the their counterparts, the, their Magic the Gathering in universe counterparts. Uh, so we got Zephy, Arcane Blade Master, Marika, Brutal Gladiator, Tadeus, Juniper Ascendant, Emar, the Storm Cleaver, the Howling Abomination, Bal Baldin, Sentry Herdmaster, Vikia, Scorching Stalwart, and Aisha of Sparks and Smoke. Each one of these are the the Street Fighter uh, counterparts. I basically only know that the Howling Abomination is Blanca. Yeah, over here, uh, Zephy is Chun Li. Zephy uh, is Chun Li. These yes. Two, these two right here should be uh, Ryu and uh, and Ken. Ken yeah, Ryu. but uh, but I'm I'm not sure about the others. One hundred percent. I, yeah, no, I'm not sure about the others actually, but one thing is we're it's it's good to see like Wizards kind of doing good with its work, You're just putting like any secret layer exclusive cards uh, into you know back into their to their Magic Universe like Magic the Gathering Universe counterparts. Um, yeah. Though I I definitely still do like as always like I still do prefer like the Godzilla treatment you know just give me like the. Uh, the, the card with like the little subtitle which is what they've been doing for uh for some of the more like recent for the most part that that would be the ideal version mm -hmm. but honestly and i'm not i'm definitely not mad at these like i enjoy like the art that they come up for a lot of these I feel like they have a little bit of freedom on there <laughs> i'm i'm kind of tempted to to give one of these to say so i get one give it to a friend the, the 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 white one, balding. Uh, balding. Cause cause I have a friend who's balding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How dare you make fun of his insecurities? How dare. Uh, <laughs> so moving on, uh, we were talking about the lands. That's the other thing. About the, the lands. Lands. So these about. lands might be uh, coming exclusively in the uh, complete bundle edition. Yep. That's what it looks like. And these lands are metal as fuck. Yep. I love like the way they look in their Phyrexian text. Like uh, Phyrexian text always looks awesome, but then you put it next to like, you know, the metal looking art artwork, it just gives it like a runic vibe. It's really, really cool. You can kind of see like each uh, like some of the aspects of each of the freighters like reflected on each of the arts, and I think that looks freaking amazing. I wonder if, because uh, I know Pyrex is like divided into layers, so I wonder like if you just kind of like structure them, it'll it'll give you like a like a horizontal picture. That'd be kind of cool. And we got the basic lands without the full arts, and then the full arts, which also look freaking. Also, uh, the full arts are panoramic. Mm -hmm. They are a panorama. Uh, they are all when uh, the artist uh, 
pretty sure. Uh, on panorama. There we go. I'm gonna send you the link because the art yeah, is better. it's it's beautiful to look at. There you go. It's all one art. That looks freaking incredible. And when you look at the green, it spills into the the, the, the black, but the black or or the black spills into the green, which spills into the white, which spills into the like and it just keeps on going. Yeah. I kinda wish the red would spill kinda into the into the black. That way it's just a cycle. It's just yeah. a circle. I mean, it kind of does up to a certain point. Like, if you see like how it ends, like the darker tones uh, on the on the left side of the art. Yeah. So you, you can kind of compare it that way, and you see like towards the towards the edges of it, it still has like the dark like the dark coloring from the smokestacks. So I think that like, if you really wanted to, it could definitely move back together like easily. Okay. Going back to the spoilers. So now we got these these beautiful like ink blot style arts. There's just inked arts with a uh, Phyrexian foiling all around. Just Phyrexian symbols. And they're much, all how much do you think the freighters in this will we'll start to go at? Like in that art. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're gonna we're actually going to. How, how much do you think they, they, they would probably start at? Uh, because it's so many printings, depends on... on, on Rarity? Yeah. But So, uh, the first card we got is Furnace Punisher. Tuna red for a creature Phyrexian Warrior. He is a 3-3. Menace. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, Furnace Punisher deals th two damage to that player unless they control two or more basic lands. This is super strong. So, uh, I mentioned last time that we were discussing spoilers. Uh, this one card, I forgot its name right now. It's an enchantment for one red red. You can't Players can't gain life and it deals two damage to each upkeep. To that to that player, to the player's upkeep. This is very similar to that. Uh, there is a condition to be met, but for the most part, uh, uh, this doesn't hurt you if you're in mono red, which is where this would see play, and it would hurt another person at least on turn three, usually depending on the mana bases. This is very good. Hmm. Next card. Um, Sawblade Scamp. A red. Oh, is that one red for a 1 1? Creature Phyrexian Beast. Haste. Whenever you cast a non creature spell, put an oil counter on Sawblade Scamp. And you can tap to remove an oil counter from Sawblade Scamp and to deal one damage to each opponent. 
That's interesting. It has, it, it has the, like, the hoopa, like, like, the, like, having to cast uh, non-creature spells. But doesn't this essentially just go, like, infinite with, like, I don't know, Isocon? You... Yeah. It do. It yeah. do. It's just another Isocron Wincon. Isocron Scepter infinite times. You're casting the non-creature spells. Because you're casting the copy, and the copy yeah. is, is going to be dramatic reversal. This gets infinite counters, and every time you just you remove a counter. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, actually that, that's really nice. We get to combo off with a common. That's like, I, I love this game. <laughs> Next, we got Sinew Dancer. A one white for a 1 1 creature Phyrexian soldier. You can pay three and a white to tap target creature, and side three and a white to tap in and then uh, tap target creature, or if you have the ability corrupted in this case, it's uh, one white and tap him, tap target creature, activate only if an opponent has three or more poison counters. We'll see a different way on getting poison counters uh, with a, actually we already saw one of the uh, one of the cards. It is a new mechanic called toxic. If the card has that, that uh, toxic one, and when it deals damage, no matter how much damage it does, you're going to give it one poison counter. So uh, if you didn't know, this mechanic already existed. It existed in one set, which is perfect where it, where it should exist. It existed in Future Sight, except in Future Sight, its name was different. Instead of it being toxic, its name was poisonous because there's a sliver card that's that gives all your slivers poisonous one and it reads exactly to the t like exactly as toxic toxic and poisonous is the same thing there's only two cards in the entire game with toxic that with with uh, poisonous the sliver card and a snake cult uh, enchantment card that gives three, uh, uh, like poisonous three. Uh, other than that, that mechanic just doesn't exist. The reason this is nice to see is because Future Sight was this supposed. Uh, uh, for those who don't know, Future Sight was supposed to be this set where people like where the, where the designers were just kind of spoil a bit of what's to come uh, in terms of ideas. Uh, last time we saw something similar was in Kaldheim, if I'm not mistaken, where they used uh, uh, one of the one of the me old mechanics. Uh, I remember then in Amonkhet, they used the the actual first printing of Avon Mind Sensor. Because yeah. he just appears in the set normally. And uh, this is another uh, instance of that idea of uh, old mechanics from future sites that have nowhere else to, to exist coming up in other sets that are newer. Yeah. Uh, next card, Quicksilver Fisher. Oh, real, real quick note. Uh, I enjoy the existence of Senior Dancer and seeing like the, the corrupted mechanic being a thing. Um, Especially because you know there's 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 a lot of like mono white aggro right now, and there's also like the uh, mono black aggro left. Right so I'm just kind of wondering if this will like 
be a, a viable uh, black white um, what's it called? like black white toxic deck, like toxic aggro. Well, it has to be aggro because it has to be combat damage where you get the point. It's an it's an interesting idea, uh, especially because the the rat king is gonna be uh, standard legal, and depending on how many rats are gonna be, uh, it could be a thing. Uh, you don't even need that many other rats. You could just have him, uh, and yeah. he when he enters, you look at the top cards of your library and get all the rats. So, if you do that, you can just look through your deck and get the rats you need, uh, filter through some cards. Yeah. So, Quicksilver Fisher, three blue blue, so five mana for a four three flyer, creature Phyrexian Drake. When Quicksilver Fisher enters the battlefield, draw a card, then discard a card. This is going to be premium card in in draft. A four three flyer for five that draws you that that filters a card. That's pretty damn good. Next up, we got another reprint. That's, That's a reprint, and it's interesting how the the, uh, the wording, because it's a creature Phyrexian bird horror now. Yeah. Uh, Thrumming bird, one in a white, well, one in a blue for a one one. It's just one in a blue, but two mana. Creature Phyrexian bird horror, flying. Whenever Thrumming bird deals combat damage to a player, proliferates, and that's a beautiful word to to read. Because that means the proliferate mechanic is coming back. And that means you get to toxify stuff and then proliferate off of the bird. So, ah, multicolored aggro is, is, is like sounds fun. If blue has enough, uh, like ways to do toxic, maybe like a blue black kind of aggro leader, that, that'd be fun. Like proliferate and, uh, and toxic. Because I think there's also like a like a draw card, uh, like a. I don't think I don't think it's a cantrip because it's not like one or two mana, but I think there's like a card that uh, that proliferates when you like by, you draw a card and proliferate now. It's a blue card. I think it costs four. So three. So that came out in like a previous set. So seeing a reprint of that along with Roman Bird could like be kind of exciting. Next card is Mere Convert. Two mana for a 2-1, artifact creature, Phyrexian Mir, Toxic 1, and the ability is to tap him, pay two life, and add one mana of any color. This, I'm actually really excited for this card. Uh, I don't know why I like it so much, but I, I understand it's because it's very reminiscent to, uh, to Paradise Druid? Which was a two mana two one with uh, as it was hexproof as long as it was untapped, yeah. but it could add any mana, and that saw a lot of play. This is very similar. Yeah, I actually uh, enjoy like how uh, like having toxic one makes it like better for like any kind of like long games in which you're getting your stuff removed. Um, like he still he still is relevant like later into the game, you know what I mean? Instead of being like your average matador that just kinda, you know, gets wet off the board and that's it for it. Yeah, and we got Meld Web Curator. That's just the art. Uh, it looks like this deep sea suit with a floating head. It's pretty creepy. 
Uh, then we have Crawling the forest, uh, the, the Crawling Forest art. Uh, if you're going like from right to left, you look right. Uh, they literally look like Andros faces, like the assist trophy <laughs> from Smash. Yes. It's like oh my, I I didn't I didn't like realize that originally. What I do like though, it has an old magic feel. Like this this art. Yes. Like you stick this on old border and it just looks like an old card. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Like I yeah. really like that about it. I'm assuming this has something to do with like Elish Long or something she's like. It's like you know, white and like fleshy with red and white and white and red are, are yeah, colors uh, yeah. yeah. Like white and fleshy red. Yes. Oh, we get we get this reprint with Phyrexian Obliterator. Black, 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 black. So four mana for a five-five creature Phyrexian Horror. Trample. Whenever a source deals damage to Phyrexian Obliterator, that source's controller sacrifices that many permanents. So either you destroy this, but if you deal damage to it, you're gonna suffer. Maybe bounce it as well. It's just an insanely fun card, man. Like, I, I feel like it's relevant wherever. You drop this thing on turn three and people are gonna, just gonna, just gonna flinch. So you can't drop it on turn three with Mirror Convert. Exactly. That mono black aggro deck is sounding so viable right now. Um, then we get a picture of the token. At first, when I read this, I was like, Phyrexian Mirror? A Phyrexian Mirror token? No, 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 it's a Phyrexian Might. It's a token artifact creature. Token artifact creature, that's relevant. Super relevant. Phyrexian Might with Toxic 1, and it can't block. And it's a 1-1. One, one. It's just made to do damage. This this will be super fun. I'm assuming there's going to be like some black cards that, that make the Mites be interesting if they if they if they were white parts because again mono white aggro being a huge thing like you know it's standard but yeah speaking of mono white aggro being being really cool we got Elish Norton Mother of Machines comes down for five with four seven with vigilance for a legendary creature Phyrexian crater. Uh if a permanent entering the battlefield causes an ability to trigger uh, that ability triggers an additional bind. Permanents entering the battlefield don't cause abilities of your opponents uh, that are your opponent's control to trigger. So you got a combination of two cards on a 4-7 body with Vigilance for 5 mana. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. So many people are like super hyped about this card and people say, Oh, it's so broken. Oh, it's so broken. I don't see it. I don't think the it's card is wrong. broken. Exactly. But it's not broken. Mm -hmm. I, what really kills me about this card is that five mana. Yeah. That's it. I mean, you, definitely, you definitely can't put a four seven body on anything less than five mana. I feel. Oh, of course. But like, children used to be a six six, and now they have her as a four five. Even though in lore she's supposed to be stronger. Like, yeah. you know? She, she's like currently attached to like a freaking dragon engine, isn't she? So, yeah. Or like even worse, it's like a wormy 
dragon engine thing. It's Isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's Pyrexian. Uh, it's a Pyrexian dreadnought, like an old oh. one. Oh, Plus I see. The one. Yeah. I thought, I thought I thought it was uh, dragon, but that's even more insane. The Pyrexian Dreadnought, uh, for those who don't know, is a one mana one. Uh, it's a one mana twelve twelve. And oh, it, I remember it now. Yeah, yes, it, it's a one mana twelve twelve, and it, uh, you have to sacrifice uh, creatures to keep it around. Uh, otherwise, you have to sacrifice it immediately as soon as it enters. Um, there's like a few combos with that if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you, you just either like uh, <laughs> cards like Elish Norn, uh, Mother of Machines. Yeah, uh, ah, uh, Phyrexian uh, permanence entering the battlefield. Don't cause the abilities of permanence your opponent's control to trigger. Okay, I play my Phyrexian Dreadnought. My one mana 12 12. Thank you. See, that's why I, I that's, that's one of the reasons why I don't like her ability because some ETBs. Mm -hmm are uh, detrimental to you. Yeah. I see what you mean. But I, th I feel like at least in somewhere closer, I, I don't like dramatic cost the more I think about it, but like in, in, a, in somewhere like CDH, like this would be a little insane. There's very few like ETBs that you don't want to avoid in CDH, I feel. You could, like, reanimate like, Norn. Honestly, I don't feel like it doesn't... It doesn't do enough in CDH at all. Mm. Like, one, one card. Something, something that if you, like, reanimate early for cheap, like, it, it'll definitely slow a few people down. People can't dock side. People, like, can't win with the Oracle. So, I don't... Again, it's really like it's it's the same thing like that's been established before. Like it's it's strong. It's just not like the main Yeah, but for two mana, you can just play a torpor orb, an artifact. So it's not easy. So it's not that easy to to, to remove. But I, but I get additional triggers. No, I don't want to play out of like the the panharmonicon. Here's here's the part that I like about the effect a lot, and it's that panharmonicon costs four mana, and it's only for your creatures. This costs five. And you get a torpor orb like top of it. That doesn't affect you, which I think is like super relevant. <laughs> it's a unilateral torpor orb with uh, with a panharmonicon attached to it. Yeah. The panharmonicon aspect alone makes this card pretty darn good. That's that's that that's all I'm like. That's all I'm saving. <laughs> Anyways, we have more uh, the uh, different art, like you mentioned, the Junji, Junji Ito style. And uh, there's more art because the, the inkblot style art is also... Uh, there's a different version of her. Uh, she has like five different versions. Yeah. Uh, next card, we have Venser Corpse Puppet. So, Venser's dead. <laughs> Venser been dead, but at some point, like, there's there's literally, like, no lore on, like, what happened after, like, a certain point in his story, and it's just like, ah, yeah, at some point the Pyrexians, like, at some point the Pyrexians recovered his body and just made him go from spot with him. Like, there's zero explanation, like, aside from that. That's fine. So, we this... got a Zenith cycle coming up, by the way. Yes. So, it's called the Twilight. Bella? 
So we got Blue Sun's Twilight, X Blue Blue, Sorcery. Gain control of target creature with mana value X or less. If X is 5 or more, create a token that's a copy of that creature. So you gain control of it and make a token if it's 5 or more. So that's pretty that's pretty decent. Yes, I I enjoy it. Uh, like being able to create a copy of something for, for like literally any not I'm sorry, like gain control and copy something. I don't know. That's it's like, mm. it, it sounds like a lot more fun than a lot of other like take control of cards that you see around because usually like their mana costs are really high or have a lot of like restrictions instead this one's just like blessing you twice so just 10 out of 10 for me Next we got Slow Bad Iron Goblin Tuna Red for a 3-3 legendary creature Phyrexian Goblin Artificer you can tap to sacrifice an artifact and add an um, amount of mana equal to the sacrifice artifact's mana value. Spend this ability, spend this mana only to cast artifact or activate abilities of artifacts. They made my boy slow bad just like a random word with disrespect. Eh. <laughs> my, what do you mean, eh? Yeah, I like I I like Slowbad's lore, yeah, but I, I'm just kinda disappointed with what the card is. Yeah. So it's like eh. I like before what he used to do was he used to like sacrifice uh sacrifice an artifact and give something indestructible, right? Camera was like another yeah. artifact or, like creature. Yeah. It was our, our uh, artifact, right? Yes. Um I don't know. Like they could have, they could have literally done anything else, and and on top of that, they made him like tap the sacrifice and artifact. Like, oh, I mean, otherwise it would be too broken. I can assure you that. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Making him a fire, uh, like a. But, a but I would have loved like a, just just the sacrifice, no tapping, and do and even if it doesn't make mana, do anything else. It's fine. But just I don't know. I would have preferred, I would have preferred like. Something a little different. I don't. I don't enjoy having to like having two costs um, on that. Like if you can just sacrifice it better. So the next card, Jorkadeen, first gold warden, red and a white, Humana, for a legendary creature, human rebel two two with trample. Whenever Jorkadeen, first gold warden, attacks, it gets plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of equipped creatures you control. Then, if Jorkadeen's power is four or greater, draw a card. This card is actually good. Yeah. This is actually very good. And also, rebels are back. So. Take, take the dust off your Lin CVs. Hopefully, you know, uh, more mono white rebels uh, appear for that, like, very niche uh, deck. Mm. But this is a very strong effect. All you need is to equip him and anything else, and you start drawing cards. Yeah. And for the most part, you probably should only want to equip two creatures. So you kind of keep a lot of the the stuff on in your hand and uh, gain card advantage 
um, having a 4-4 Trampler. He can get uh, like commander damage pretty quickly. And uh, pump you can basically just you, you can basically just equip him, like because it's the number of creatures, uh, number of equipped creatures. Yeah, but if you, but if you're all if all you're really looking for is just a card draw at that point, you just need him and another creature equipped. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I, uh, I yeah. forgot that if his powers just automatically, like, uh, uh, let's say Skullclamp. You uh, you attach yeah. Skullclamp to him, his powers are 3-1, but then you attack with him, and he is the only creature with equipped. So he becomes a 4-3 Trampler, and you yeah. draw a card because his power is 4. Yep. So honestly, okay. yeah, you're, you're, you're not wrong. Okay, I was thinking of saying something else, but yeah. Okay. Next card. I thought, I, I thought I thought for some reason skull clamp is, is that plus two plus? No, yeah, plus, plus two one, minus one. Plus one, one minus one, yeah. Plus one minus one, yeah. Oh, so okay. we got cough fire of resistance. Two red red for a legendary planeswalker, cough. Uh, plus two, search your library for a basic mountain card, reveal it, put it into your hand, and shuffle. Negative three, Cough Fire Resistance deals damage to target creature equal to the number of mountains you control. And negative seven, you get an emblem with whenever a mountain enters the battlefield under your control, this emblem deals four damage to any target. This this planeswalker is pretty bad. <laughs> so, I just wish there was a quicker way to get that minus seven because I like the effect a lot, but it's a minus seven on the garbage planeswalker. So the detail being for me is that that it's a negative three instead of it being a negative two, because damage yeah, equal to mountains isn't really that impactful for a negative three. If it were twice the number of mountains, that would be interesting for a negative three because it would actually be more decent on uh, more consistent in. Uh, in dealing damage and killing whatever you need to kill. Yeah. It would, it would also be eight damage for like eight uh, for four mana. But, but, it's, yeah, but it's, it's only to creatures. creatures. That's the thing. That's the thing though, yeah. Like it doesn't target anything else, so it's yeah. We have a, a little this, what, remember what happened last time you gave red like big like big like big damage removal? It also made it really fast. With uh, what was it like an Amonkhet, where mono where mono red was like freaking terrifying to play against? Yeah. Yes, we got. It's those, still not terrifying to play play against. No, yeah, no, no, no. Back back then it was. Right now it's just you just see red, like one red deck wins like everywhere, but it's like. It's kind of easy to get around it in certain, like, if you... Like, unless Mono Red gets, like, a God Hand, then they're like, super guaranteed to win. Like, you have great chances against Mono Red, usually. So, the next three cards are spoiled spoilers for the story. Spo very big spoilers for uh, what happens. Uh, we got three completed Planeswalkers. Jace the Perfected Mind. I'm assuming it's two blue and a Phyrexian blue. 
Vraska's Betrayal Sting, which doesn't have a, a, a mana cost yet. Uh, at least not shown. And Nissa Ascended Animist. Three green green and, Phyrex, and two Phyrexian greens. Uh, you can't really read both of their abilities complete uh, for Jason the Perfected Mind and Vraska's Betrayal Sting. But we can read Nissa Ascended Animist. Which reads legendary planeswalker Nissa for seven loyalty uh, as the ability of completed. The completed ability is if you use your li uh, two life to activate the to pay for uh, this card, it enters with half as many loyalty counters, and, and I think it's half rounded up or rounded down. I'm not. I'm not completely sure. Anyways, uh, you pay a plus one and create an XX Green Phyrexian Horror creature token where X is Ascendant anim Animus uh, loyalty. Negative one, destroy target artifact or enchantment. And the I'm, can't, we can't really read. How, uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's a negative ten. Uh, so uh, until end of turn, creatures you control get plus one plus one for each forest. And gain uh, and trample. Yeah. All right. For each four you control and gain trample. So uh, there's this. Okay. There's this theory. So because Jace, because Jace. So of course it's Jace, and this theory is completely out of the blue. And uh, if this is wrong, then the, uh, then fine. This is wrong. But it's not the first time Jace has messed with his own mind. In fact, Jace constantly does that. So the theory is that Jace, because Jace is, is Wizards of the Coast pretty boy, he's the, 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 the face of the Gatewatch, right? Jace will mess with his mind and retain his like non-completed mind with a completed body I and, see and, and he will be like a, a sleeper agent from within he's a sleeping sleeper and that would have been, that would be very flavorful considering Yawgmoth used sleeper agents uh, in, in, during the first Phyrexian uh, invasions. I mean, they did they did in these ones too. So, so uh, it's yeah, exactly because because Johnny was yeah. a sleeper agent. Yeah, that hurt my soul. That so, hurt my soul. It would be it would be very flavorful that Jace is a sleeper agent for the opposite side. Or in this case, for the for the non-Phyrexian side, fighting fire with fire, kind of deal. But that brings up the detail that if this is true, then Jace just lets his girlfriend get completed and not, yeah, and not save her, which is such a such a Jace thing to do. <laughs> that's see, that's what that's what convinced me. That's what convinced you that uh, it has to cause, be. Because people were like, oh, how can they do this to their pretty boy? It's like, oh, well, this is this is a theory. Why not this? I mean, but I'm pretty sure they've like tried to establish since War of the Spark that 
the goal was to essentially build a new gate watch. Like, I'm pretty sure it's time for days to go. And, and I'm pretty sure that's what they've like been hinting at, especially when they when they when they got a Johnny to like be completed. Okay. You know, like the way the way I see it, and that's just like me, right? That's like an opinion thing more than anything. Is that like it's it's like the time for these characters is up, and I think it's it's very much a, like a very good time to just kind of start something new, you know. Like you had the the saga of uh, of Urza back in the day, and when you moved into a new era of magic, it was the Gatewatch, and then you moved into a new like you like they took down the big villain Nicole Bolas after like you know more than like a decade. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I just think it's time, and I think I think it's it's done with great timing for it to be like you know like uh, I don't I don't feel so good, Mister Stark, of the magic community. <laughs> Well, uh, next cards. Necrogen, not Rot Priest, for a 2 black green for a 1 5 with Toxic 2. It's a creature Phyrexian zombie cleric, and it ha its ability is whenever a creature you control with Toxic deals combat damage to a player, that player gets an additional poison counter. You can pay 1 black and a green to tar and target a creature you control with Toxic gains death touch until end of turn. So we can agree that for all intents and purposes, this guy is a 3-5. No. Not for da not for damage against creatures, but when he smacks somebody's face, this guy is essentially a 3-5. You deal one damage and they get two poison counters. Yes, but you put an additional poison counter because of his effect, no? Uh, yes, but then that would just give him Toxic Three. Yeah, it's still it's still it's still three poison counters out of that. Yeah, but it's not a three five. It's still a one five. If I give it if I give it negative one negative one, it deals zero damage and I get no toxic, no no poison. Anywho, that's a good buddy. Bladed Ambassador, one and a white for a Phyrexian uh, soldier. 3-1. Uh, Bladed Ambassador enters the battlefield with an oil counter on it. Pay one and remove an oil counter from Bladed Ambassador. Bladed Ambassador gains indestructible until end of turn. This is your two mana 3-1 with indestructible. That uh, for, for mono white aggro, which is... I'm pretty sure we were missing one for a while. This is this is the uh, the type of uh, staple effect that gets repr uh, reprinted every now and again uh, for uh, aggressive white decks. I remember the best one being Adanto Vanguard, when you could just pay life to make him indestructible. So, uh, next card: Urabrast's Anointer. 3 and a red for a 4-2. Artifact creature Phyrexian Wizard. When Urabrask's Anointer enter the, enters the battlefield, it deals X damage to any target where X is the number of permanents you control with oil counters on them. Then, okay, decent. This is a, this next card is strong though. Blight Belly Rat. 1 and a black for a 2-2. Creature Phyrexian Rat. It has Toxic 1 and when it dies, proliferate. 
So imagine you play this on turn two, and turn three you play the Rat King. You attack, and they get two. Uh, you attack, you hit. They get two counters, and then when this dies, you you <laughs> proliferate, so they get three. That's a clock. Yeah. Uh, next card, Bone Picker Scourge. Two and a black for a two-two creature, Phyrexian Imp. Flying, and we see the keyword corrupted again. As long as an opponent has three or more poison counters, Bone Picker Scourge has Death Touch and Life Link. Uh, very reminiscent of Vault Scourge, used in Affinity. The one Phyrexian uh, and Phyrexian mana for the one one with flying, flying and Life Link. Uh, I mean, just relevant, like mono black stuff, like mono black aggro is really fun. So, Rustvine Cultivator, Preacher Phyrexian Elf Druid. You can put an oil counter on, tap him to put an oil counter on Rustvine Cultivator and tap him to remove a Rust counter from Rustvine Cultivator and untap target land. And it's a one two. This is says it's a one mana? Yeah, it's one mana. This is interesting, actually. Yeah. You get an additional mana every two turns. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not horrible. I mean, it depends on its mana cost, I'd say. If it just comes down to one, mana. I guess it's not horrible. Okay. It's not one. It's one, it's one mana. Yeah. Alright. I just can't see like. <laughs> yeah, the reflection is really. All I see is one mana, one green mana. Egg. And then the last card of the day, because we already talked about the Rat King. A Canker Bloom, one in a green for a 3-2. Creature Phyrexian Fungus, and you pay one mana and sacrifice Canker Bloom. Choose one. Destroy target artifact, destroy target enchantment, or proliferate. This is power creep, by the way. This is power creep to shit. Uh, last effect we have had of that is uh, the Thrashing Brontodon, which is a one green green for a three four. And you can pay one mana to sacrifice it and, you, and destroy an artifact or enchantment. This is two mana for a three two, plus one less mana for the same amount of power. Which is what you really care about, anyways. The four toughness on the Thrashing Brontodon was relevant for like stomp, uh, like going against other aggressive decks, but this uh, is one less mana for a three-two, so equally as uh, equally if not more aggressive, with the same ability, and and and, and even more because you get to proliferate. Mm -hmm. I think this is also great for utility, uh, utility, <laughs> utility for uh, super friends decks. And just having that proliferate on you just can help you like hold the turn earlier and you can also just uh just have that you know the extra utility of being able to just blow something up especially you know tough stuff people that are trying to combo off with top uh bola citadel i don't know just a bunch of relevant cards that are just like two are like that involve an artifact in that win con you got something here that can just at least deter them for an extra turn or something yeah uh so that's all we have for today. Uh, we went through Yu-Gi-Oh! 25th anniversary and uh, and how it's better than <laughs> Magic's 30th anniversary and how yeah. that all culminated with uh, Trump's, Trump's NFTs. 
Yeah. We got some magic uh, and we got some new magic cards. Uh, so, Chris, where can the people find you? Well, you can find me here. Birthday podcast. You can find me on our social media. You can interact with all of us at any time. You can uh, go ahead and shoot us a message so we can uh, have you here for Commander Nights. That'd be great to have some of our viewers here with us or some of our listeners as well. Um, and you can sometimes find me on my Twitch. And I'm just planning on doing more fun things there, hopefully, uh, with the start of the new year. And JP, where can the people find you? You can find me here in the Cardboard Cave Podcast. You can find us in any of the uh, podcast platforms. You can find us on YouTube, Twitch, uh, sometimes on Facebook. Uh, you, can, you can find us in our Facebook page. We're pretty active there. Uh, but most, uh, most importantly, when we kind of for, we we almost, we almost forgot, uh, you can find us uh, with our affiliate link at Ultra Sleeves. You know, if you want to pimp out your your deck, you can just go through uh, Ultra Sleeves, use our affiliate link. Uh, the link should be down below. Uh, and you know, just pimp out your deck. It's 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 the holiday season. You can get any of the of the uh, of your of your decks. To look all nice. Ah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> another, another thing I'll, I'd love to mention is, uh, is our merch store, actually. Um, John over here is making these amazing shirts. Remember, you can get your Only Land shirts. Uh, you can you can get the you know, revolutionizing your mulligan. We also have a bunch of other things, you know, like don't feed the fish and all those classic phrases that, you know, just let players know what they have to do with the table of commander so that everyone. You know, you don't you don't end the game in like a turn and a half. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, that's been all for today. We'll Thank see you in the next one. Thank you, you for watching. watching. Remember to follow, like, subscribe to be notified, and as well listen to us on all major audio platforms. Thanks for joining.